Hey y'all, welcome to the original Hardy's podcast. I'm your host, Emily Kaminsky, and let's get this party started. So, we hear that Dottie is going to sell the dress shop, possibly, and it gets Rosemary really upset because, you know, she's been working at this dress shop for quite a while, and I don't think Lee really understands why she wants to work. She wants to be part of something bigger than herself instead of just sitting home all day, especially since, you know, they don't have a child that she can take care of right now. Um, I like how later on in the episode, Rosemary confesses to Elizabeth that she wants to do something meaningful. And I think it shows a deeper part of Rosemary because, you know, she's always so fun. She's always laughing, giggling, being a little matchmaker, and it shows that she really wants to make a difference, which I think is really, really awesome. Then uh, later on in the episode, we see Bill suiting up in his Mountie uniform, which I don't think we've ever seen him actually wearing a Mountie uniform. When he came in season one, he didn't have a Mountie uniform on. He was the inspector. So we got to see him put it on. You could tell that he a lot of things were running through his mind when he put that on. He took it off not even 10 seconds after he put it on. Uh, we do see a lot of ground covered with Minnie, the new mom in town, and her letting her daughter Angela come to school. Elizabeth does talk her into bringing Angela to the graduation ceremony. And then as we see Angela, as we hear from Angela, she says that she's met a lot of kids and she's made some new friends. And Minnie finally decides that she wants to let Angela come to school. And I think that's really awesome because we see her growing as a character. She was really afraid with good reason to allow her daughter to go to this school. So I think it's really good that the kids of Hope Valley are really so welcoming to a student who's different than them. Oh, yeah. So in the promo, we saw them teasing Nathan showing up at Elizabeth's doorstep because he found a note. It was way more dramatic. I was looking for something that was going to be, like, crazy. But it was because he did not show up for parent-teacher conferences. He, instead, he went fishing with Allie. Naturally, you can guess why he didn't show up. And I think it was actually pretty selfish because... Yes, he did get rejected, and that has got to hurt, but he should be putting his niece ahead of how he's feeling. And I do like how his character, Nathan, admitted that he was wrong and he was acting selfish. And I just, I really, I really like to see that. I thought it was great. I'm still waiting to see if Nathan actually knew Jack, because in the last episode... A lot of people think he was lying. He was not keeping a straight face when he said he did not know Jack. And I truly, I really don't believe him. I want to know more into that story. I want them to dig deeper into that story. And hopefully, and what they're like, six, seven other episodes, that they will go into that story so we can find out if he actually knew Jack or not. Back to graduation. Just a little side note. Everybody was looking spiffy. Even Nathan had on his suit. Robert with his tie, looking very nice, a-okay. And, yeah, I, it was nice to see everybody show up for the graduation. The kids sang for Elizabeth, and that was really, really sweet. It was, it shows how much she truly made a difference in that town. You know, how much she's truly affected their lives so much that they sang a song for her and that they wrote. And I just thought that was a really 
heartwarming moment. Alright, now let's get into the couples of Hope Valley. One thing that I want to start with is Jesse and Clara's relationship. We see that Clara, now that she's worried of being laid off if the dress shop gets sold, wants to buy into the cafe. And we get a little hint of Abigail that they're talking about there. Maybe she will return to the show. I'm not sure. But Jesse refuses, saying that we need to watch our money, which is true. They do need to watch their money, especially as a young couple. And she's like, okay, I'm glad you're paying attention to the money and how we should be spending it, how we should be saving. But then at the end of the episode, we find out that he withdrew all of their money from the bank. And she asks where it is. He says he withdrew it all. He took it all and invested it. And they can't get it back. He lost it. I don't know where he invested in it, but he made some pretty bad investment choices. And she's so torn up, she tells him to leave. She tells him to go out of the house. I think Jesse and Clara, I want to see their relationship grow in a way that they need more communication in their marriage. It started with the motorcycle. She told Jesse that she did not want him getting it. And then he's like, hey, Lee. Yeah, Clara will change her mind. He should have never even done that. And then now he took all of their money out of the bank without even talking to her. He cannot go around putting their money into investments without asking her about it. It's her money as well. She's also working. And I think that that was poor decisions. And I hope that they grow from that as they go into the show. In other news of couples, Carson asked Faith to go to Baltimore with him because he was offered a surgical fellowship there. She replied that she would miss Hope Valley too much and that they weren't married. He said that they could always come back to Hope Valley as soon as the fellowship was over. But her mentioning marriage, it makes me want to see. Is he going to step up to the plate? Is he finally going to pop the question? That's what I want to know. They've been courting for quite a while now, so I think it's finally time for him to propose to her. He told her he loved her, and now he's asking her to move with him. I think that now is the time. I hope he steps up to the plate. If you guys have been paying attention to Florence and Ned, they got a little romance blooming over there. Not once, but twice did they touch hands while they were both working Ned's mercantile. And you could see their eyes met. It was actually, it was really cute. And... Then, of course, they were interrupted by Carson and Faith. And then uh, Ned made a little joke about needing a bell so that they wouldn't get interrupted. And I want to see where that relationship goes. I want to see where that romance goes. Because I think that it would be a perfect way to more build Florence and Ned's character. Because right now I just see Florence as more of a gossiper. And she runs the phone, but we don't see more into her character, more into her love life. I would love to see them expound on Ned and Florence. I think that would be really, really cool if the writers did that. Fiona was away this episode. So Clara was in charge of the barbershop and slash hairdresser. So Molly comes in to get her hair done. She wants to get it straightened and... Clara was like, ooh, what you doing that for? And she's like, oh, I just want to try something new. Cue Bill. Bill opens the door. Molly freaks out, throws the hair-catching blanket over her face so that Bill does not see who it is. Clara tells Bill that he has to come back later because she's doing girls' hairs one day, guys' hairs the other day. He leaves, but before he goes out the door, he's like, 
Hey, Molly. It was really funny. I, I love the way they... I just love when Molly and Bill are in scenes together. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I want to see the writers expound on that more as well. Because I've been noticing in, like, what, the last two seasons, you could tell that Molly's got a thing for Bill, like, bad. And I want to see him notice it more. I want to see the writers write a love story for them. Because I feel like Bill has been alone for so long. What, he had that little romance with that criminal lady? And then a long time ago, he was with Abigail. That man needs a woman in his life. You know, he's a great father figure to Clara. And he's been like a rock for Elizabeth when Jack died. So I think that he definitely deserves somebody. Have y'all seen the interactions between Fiona and Hickam? I believe that that could possibly lead to another romance. And I can't wait to see where the, the writers take that. You see, in the saloon, after Jesse and Bill are saying how they don't really like that a woman is cutting their hair, Hickam just nonchalantly says, oh, I like Fiona. And Jesse replies, oh, yeah, I've noticed. And uh, I mean, I've noticed, too. So I wonder if Fiona knows this. Like, hello. But that also leaves me to question, once Elizabeth chooses Lucas or Nathan, how will the other one find love? Because there's been some people commenting that they think Fiona is going to end up with Lucas, or Fiona will even end up with Nathan. But if Fiona is with Hickam, who's the Elizabeth's sperm suitor going to end up with? Unless they enter somebody else into the town. Who knows? I'm, I'm not sure. On to very exciting news. Lucas and Elizabeth finally decide to go out on a real date. Elizabeth's words, date. D-A-T-E. Woohoo! Team Lucas out there was probably excited because I sure the heck was. I loved, I love whenever Elizabeth and Lucas are in a room together. Or whenever they're talking. There's just sparks. It's, it's beautiful to watch, actually. I love Chris McNally and Aaron Krakow's chemistry. It's, it's beautiful. The day of the graduation, early in the morning, Lucas shows up and asks Elizabeth if she wants to go on a horseback ride. And they do. It's, it's a really cute scene to watch. And honestly, it made me think of Jack. It made me think of season two, episode one. I believe it's episode one, where Jack and Elizabeth go on a horseback ride. I don't know. It just, it brought me back to that. I'm, I miss Jack and Elizabeth so much, but yeah, it just, it reminded me of Jack and Elizabeth. And then another thing, when Lucas and Elizabeth do go on their date, they had to move it to her backyard and he set up tons of candles and wow, Lucas just brought me back to Jack and Elizabeth engagement scene when Jack set up candles all down the road from the middle of Hope Valley out to the school just lined up with candles and that's when he proposed her and so when I thought saw all these candles I just thought of that scene it was it was really beautiful to see during the date we see that Elizabeth and Lucas shared dessert oh okay okay I see you Gustav that was very sly shouts shout out to Gustav and 
During dinner, Elizabeth says that she wants to take things slowly, and then Lucas replies, we have all the time in the world. And I thought that was really sweet because he's willing to wait for her, you know? You could tell he loves her, but he's willing to take things slow. He's willing to do things the way Elizabeth wants to. But that brings me to a dilemma. When we see the promo for next week's episode, we see Elizabeth and Lucas on a date. Then it starts raining. They run into the car and then they're soaked and it looks like he's about to kiss her. How is that taking things slow, Lucas? The woman said she wants to take things slow. Is that going to push her away because it seems like he's rushing into things? Like what, they've been on, that'll be like their second date and he's already trying to kiss her? I don't think that, that is going to help things with her. It might scare her because it will push her back into her reasoning of, I'm not ready for a relationship. So I think Lucas needs to take things slowly and he needs to think. He needs to really, really think before doing things because he's the first person she's dated slash courted since Jack died, her husband, who she was very in love with. So he needs to be gentle. He needs to be understanding. I want to expound on something that Lucas said in the middle of the episode. When he was asked what he wanted to do, what he wanted to be when he was a little kid, he said, it wasn't, I didn't want to be a saloon owner in the middle of the West. That wasn't what I thought I was going to do with my life. But he says he wanted to be Robin Hood. For some, that was just a passing comment that he made. But for me, when I thought deeply into it, I'm like, wow, that actually shows and reveals a lot of who Lucas is. Because we know that Robin Hood cared about the poor he wanted to help the less fortunate and i think it really shows that lucas is actually a generous person which we've seen in other episodes with him loaning nathan a thousand dollars without even asking why and with him just letting fiona keep the change it shows that he really does have a big heart nathan people might hate me for that but he really does have a big heart and I thought that was really, really sweet. Another note on something Lucas said. Lucas said he does not accept things easily. So my question is, since people who work on One Calls Heart said the sperm suitor takes it in stride and moves on with his life, how is that Lucas? Because Lucas said he does not accept things easily. Is he really going to accept a rejection from Elizabeth after she encouraged him? That's what I want to know. But then, Nathan, we can tell he's already been rejected by Elizabeth. And you can tell he still loves her. He still looks at her with those love-filled eyes. And you can tell that he still loves her. So if Elizabeth were to pick Lucas, as she has right now, I don't see Nathan moving on. I really, really don't. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Which one's going to move on? Because I don't see either of those characters doing that. I don't think it's in either of their nature. A question I have for everybody to ponder. If Elizabeth really loved Lucas, why does she keep looking at Nathan when she's talking to him? Why does she keep doing that? But on the other side, if Elizabeth truly loves Nathan, why does she keep talking to Lucas? Why is she dating Lucas? If you're saying she's afraid and she's just using Lucas as a safe person, 
I actually find that repulsive. She's playing with this man's heart. I don't think Nathan or Lucas deserve that. I think they deserve someone to be upfront. If she's not ready to be in a relationship or she's too scared to lose somebody, that she just needs to be single right now. That's okay. But she can't be leading them both on. You can't reject Nathan and then keep looking at him. You can't be dating Lucas and then keep looking at Nathan. It doesn't make any sense. She needs to just make up her mind. We are still early on into the season. So I think she might, oh gosh, this is painful to say, but there's definitely a huge, huge, huge chance that she still might choose Nathan. And I think that is something I have to come to terms with because I'm really, really invested into this Elizabeth and Lucas romance. Every time he looks at her, it's like the world stops and you can see the love in his eyes. He mentions them, her multiple times, how beautiful he thinks she is. And Lucas pushes Elizabeth to be a better writer, even though she did not receive it well. His criticism, he did it because he knew that that's what she needed. And I think that the I think that that is what Elizabeth needs. She needs someone who's going to push her outside of her boundaries. Which also brings me back to Lucas reminding me of Jack. Because Lucas, because Jack pushed Elizabeth to write. He told her, do it. I do see a lot of similarities between Lucas and Jack. I do not see similarities between Lucas and Billy Hamilton, like I've seen some people on YouTube say. <laughs> I really don't see it. How Lucas is anything like Billy Hamilton and I also don't see how Lucas being a saloon owner but also a respectable caring loving big-hearted man how that makes him a bad guy I do not think him being a saloon owner makes him a bad guy was the former owner a bad guy no he was not so I don't know why Lucas is a shifty person because he does magic tricks and owns a saloon on the other side I also see similarities between Nathan and Jack. They both have really big hearts because they want to protect the people they love. They want to protect their communities. And I think that's awesome. I just want to see Nathan open up more. He did admit to Elizabeth that he loves her, which is great because shows when he was faced with an ultimatum. He was about to lose her. He admitted that he loved her. He stepped up to the plate, which you got to applaud him for that. And that shows that Nathan is really, really growing. So I think that either of these men would actually be good for Elizabeth. I, I just don't know if she deserves them, honestly. They all have their flaws, for sure. Nathan with his supposed lying. Lucas with not telling his whole past. I think they both have problems with not telling their whole past. Which I think I want to see more of. I want to see them be more open with their past. I want to see them be more open with their past so that we can dive deeper into who their characters really are so that we can see a new perspective, why they act the way they act, why they do this, why they do that, why they speak, why they don't speak, who they are as people. Because I don't want to just see what's on the surface. I want to see their souls, you know? Yeah. I want to thank you all for listening to my review of When Calls the Heart Season 8, Episode 5.
you guys are amazing and i want to thank you for your continued support make sure to subscribe to original hardies on youtube and follow me on spotify and anchor see you guys